so we don't have as much to And I want to come back to, and I think it comes back to a societal attitude, right. if you will. Yeah. And, and, those, and those attitudes of a society, I believe, are held in the, in the uh, sh uh, shirt pocket next to the heart of the individual. I want to read something from, a, uh, from a, in his day, uh, a true liberal. And uh, you'll all know who it is. But I think this is where we Better need to go me. in life. It, it, I, I assure you it's not. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. That is the attitude that one ought to take. That's, of course, Theodore Roosevelt. That is the attitude as opposed to, I want to save you from this thing and risk of life and the hardships of life. Mm -hmm. We should be encouraging. Because you can't do it yourself. You can't because you can't do it yourself. You mm -hmm. can do it yourself, and there is a role for government to play. Yeah. Bootstraps. To a point, there has to be. Is that where you're going with I that? Don't view to it a point. I mean, this is Theodore Roosevelt. I think it's fairly sound. To me, it's a mindset. We we got to stop teaching people that you're you can't do it, so somebody else has to for you. That is cruel. Look at what Bill. That Quinn is has. cruel to teach. You would never tell your kids <clears throat> if they came to you and whined about stuff and said this isn't fair and blah blah blah. You would never say, you know, that's too bad. I guess you know that sucks for you. We're just going to have to take care of you forever. We would never do. Look at we what, would never treat our kids like we allow the government to treat citizens because we would treat our kids with love and dignity and respect. And, and teach push. them how to... But the government isn't here to take care of the kids that come from houses of love and dignity and respect. They're here to take care of kids I understand that, that, that but come we, from an extremely right, bad but we situation. Become, but, but they we become are those situations. This point about the idea that if, if these people don't have uh, the ability to get food, mm -hmm. they're going to turn to an, another way of doing it. If they can't get work, they're going to do survival. This is the rule, rules of the jungle. Mm -hmm. People will do anything that they can to survive. That's that, that, that well, you're I actually a, making... I know I am. I have yeah. a little struggle with that because but, that's but, basically but saying you people are so bad that if we don't give you money, you're going to riot. But so it's pay so so it's payola. Hold on a minute, but there's a proviso involved here because because what I was saying was is that these are people that did not come from loving, caring right. situations. And so in this country And this, then they go to a government that does the same thing to them. Well there has to be something that's gonna help. And so in the during the Great. Depression era when this, when all this was going on, because we did have that happen. Mm -hmm. And to to John's point, it was a remarkable how low crime was at this time. Right. So, but because they, just because you're poor doesn't mean you're going to be a and, criminal. And look at it this way. Look well, at. On, but but, the, but, the, but the, the thing that was going on within this is, is that the uh, a guy named Cermak in Chicago had gathered all these immigrants together and said, "Look, if you guys vote, I'll be able to bring government money in, right. and I'll improve this." And he did. And this is an example of how it worked really well. Then, name, see, then once they got into power, it went off the rules right. because right. But so, but, I mean, <laughs> but, but but look at how recent. Just looking at the the Democratic side of the ticket, look at how recent in our history they were in favor of. Look, if you're going to receive some type of welfare or money, yeah. you have to do something for it. Mm -hmm. I.e., Bill Clinton in his workfare state, yeah, no, he believed in that. He advocated that. That is that would be seen as a very Conservatarian Republican idea time. today, yeah. huge. the The Democratic well, Party, what you can do. The Democratic <laughs> Party of the age, the current age, could never endorse that. 
Uh, recently, Del, uh, what was his name, Delaney, in a uh, rally out in California, said that universal health care is not only uh, bad politics, but bad policy. He's running for the Democratic nomination. He got booed, he got booed for a solid minute. Because he said so, socialism is so, not right, the answer. Right. So what I'm saying is, is that, that there is this... There is this incredible shift away from self-reliance and yes. self-resiliency right. and knowing where a person's worth is into something where they either, one, they feel entitled to uh, Jerry's point, mm-hmm. they either feel entitled or they have been told their whole lives, you can't do it without us. Well, you that's, can't. That's and what, and what, happen, what happens when a person believes that they can't do it? They won't try. Right. They won't even endeavor to get in the ring so their faces can be marred with blood and dust and trial and sweat. They won't even try. If you tell someone long enough, look at how the Soviet Union, uh, the people of the Soviet Union uh, responded when they came out of 75 years or so of that thing where the nanny state will take care of you where you can't. They didn't know how to function. Mm -hmm. They literally didn't know how to work. none, None of the things that they... That that we would just simply take for granted, they they weren't there. It had been I'm, I don't want to use this term, but I don't have another one. It had been conditioned and bred out of them over the course of three generations, and it was total chaos because they didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Again, it's not the issue of whether government plays a role. It's the issue of whether government plays a role for the time, if it absolutely needs to and can't. Uh, these things can't be done through the marketplace and free will. And what is their and then they get what out. is their intent when they are involved? Because the I think that's the problem. Yeah, it's not. I don't believe, and I could be wrong, that the government is intent to help people to get them out of that situation. I just don't believe most of our politicians. That's the way it is set up that way. I've known a lot of people that work for the state of Illinois, mm-hmm. state of McHenry County. They take government funding and they put it out into the people and they deal with them. And, and the heart of the individuals are always there. I would Policies are, are messed yes. up, but yeah. the people that work in these trades, I mean, it's a shit job. Yeah. I mean, we, we ran into the Department of Public Aid. Mm-hmm. So I saw every day what was going on in there and I partied with some of the people that worked there. <laughs> and, I, and they would tell me these stories that they have to deal with. I'm like, why in the hell are you here? Yeah. They're paying you a miserable amount of right. money. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because you of have pensions. to like doing that, yeah. Yeah, it was because of the fact that they actually believed they could help people. Absolutely. Right. And I think that's a and, great thing. And, and I'd I ask that question at the time, how many people do you think actually need it? And she said, almost all of them. We have a few... <laughs> People that come in and take advantage of it. Sure. And those are easily found. And they think that they're real clever, but we can find them immediately. Yep. Now, where was this, though? This is in Woodstock. Exactly. So, well, I, my point this isn't in chi- inner city Chicago. I, all right, so you can talk about severity, but my yeah. point was is that is that don't just dismiss that. About, <laughs> about the idea that the government, the idea that the government that funds it, you know, this isn't just blind dollars going out. Sure, people are helping it out. Mm-hmm. So, to John's point, I think the, with the whole issue here about the government can save you, but we're in lies this responsibility. The responsibility lies in the citizens to check our government. Yeah, this is what's going on right. Now, we have an argument about whether this country should be a nanny state or go right. socialist. Yeah. yeah, they're going to talk about it. They're going to talk about it. But the evidence is overwhelming that this doesn't work. Right. And, and, and we just hope that it's not sustainable. Prevails. It's not sustainable, but it's, it's getting chipped away. It's getting chipped away, and things are being chipped away. But, I mean, that's always happened that way. But it's not. But the, the only reason it's being chipped away at the present is at the present time is because we have Donald J. Trump in the White House. And people are fighting back. And, 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 and what we have yeah. is, is we have the, we have the, poli- we have the political class yeah. that 
are not in favor of what he's doing. No. That is, you have Democrats, socialists. They don't like rhinos. That has policies. It's the policies. Absolutely, it's the policies. Of, I don't think so. I think it's more him, but it's they certainly didn't, policies. They didn't too. like Reagan either. Yeah. They hated Reagan's guts. Yeah, hated it was Reagan. the same thing. It was no different then because he didn't represent uh, the garter, the gathering of power to the political class. You want to take a look at the political class? Go to go to Woodstock, Illinois, and go and look at. Uh, the, uh, the 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 courthouse, yeah. the largest employer in McHenry County. Right. Look at the courthouse and look at the cars that are in the lot of the people that work there. Yeah. BMW, Mercedes Benz, this yeah, and that, the, ones the other, back. Lexus, yeah. all the, the other ones in back. Yeah, all the really all, okay. So that's what you got, and then you go just another block or two to the old KFC. On North 47, yeah. which they'll never sell that. And the government will buy it someday, but no one, no private entity will ever buy it because mm-hmm. it's been on the market for like 15 years. <laughs> never going to buy it. And what do you got? Subsidized housing everywhere. And so what you've got is you've got these people that are saying, "Yeah, we're going to go ahead and we're we're going to uh, we're going to go ahead and drive the car and we're going to do what we want to do and we're going to be the ones with the hands on the levers of power." Mm-hmm. And then you go and you look at the community around it, especially in the apartments. It's subsidized housing everywhere. Section 8 housing that's the is an amazing thing, and it's helped so many families recover from bad situations sure. and get themselves righted back into the workforce and become good parents. All I'm, I've, I've seen I'm, much of and this. And I'm not decrying. We, we built the last Section 8 housing in uh, the state of Illinois, in Crystal Lake. last one to go in. We did. And I'm not. Dec- I managed that place for about four years. And I'm not decrying the Section 8 housing. What I'm trying to draw out, though, is the disparity between the people that have their hands on the levers of power, i.e. Democrats, rhinos, people that are not in favor of people by their individual uh, merits and liberties, pursuing a life of merit and liberty. That's what I'm decrying. I'm not decrying the Section 8. Again, everything has its place so long as it's in measure and balance and it's not. There has to be responsibility. Absolutely. So you have those specific people then who are, you know, making you know, making the mechanism work mm-hmm. that they want it to work in the way they want it to work whose acts and actions are very intentional and intentionally keeping people subservient keep keeping people dependent mm-hmm. keeping people feeding into and and wanting to be in a, a, a society that gives them their entitlements that enti- that that fostered entitled attitude so you have that very specific, we're looking at a very specific group of people as John determined. You have people like Dan just talked about who go through mm-hmm. Section 8 housing or go through um, you know, that, that hand up and they take advantage of that and they make it work and they do uh, good things to help get themselves out of it so they escape out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they don't have to live and dwell inside of that. Mm-hmm. So you know, when you keep people, when your acts and actions are designed and intentionally designed and executed by a specific group of people, individuals, intentionally to keep people mm-hmm. subservient, that's bad. Aren't those the policymakers? Yeah. Aren't those the policymakers? The policy. It's not, and I think there's something really important. So we you got to level up from the people that you engaged you're with. Saying, you're saying when intentionally. You you, uh, the words I heard you just say was that that you, that you believe that there are people that are intentionally 
wanting to get this country into a situation where they have to depend on the government. Yes, yes. No yes. totally. 100% yes. believe. What, remember what LBJ said and in the White you, House? And you believe that too, though? Oh, I totally do. Am I the only, am I the only naive idiot in this yes. room? Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm looking around and I see no naive idiots. I must be the one. You must be the one. But in, in a, And there's another side of this that I almost shudder to bring her up. So, you're, so, so, okay. so, so I can follow this down because everybody's agreed that I'm a naive idiot, so that's cool. Well, that was easy to agree upon. Well, I mean, I agree with you. But. Yeah. I didn't vote. So it's still unanimous. Then. So, so <laughs> then we're going to say that this, so we're going to say that this is not these people, whoever they are, leftists, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. They, these are not altruistic people. No, is, is that what we're saying? That's what I'm saying. Some, not all. They're can, not altruistic. I, in other words, that the, the, is, it, is, it the, is that the engineering, the social engineering that they're trying to do is for their benefit and not the people that they're trying to socially I'll, I'll back you off. I know that's what y'all are saying. Mm -hmm. I think there's truth in the middle somewhere. Absolutely. I'm I think every one okay, of them. When, when we look at politicians, for instance, or, or, or pastors or civil, you know, whatever kind of leader, we, it, as we gain knowledge, we judge them by what they do, mm -hmm. not by what they're saying right. they're going to do or even what they're trying to do. We judge mm -hmm. them by their results. All those people right. riding those Mercedes and, and BMWs are feeding off of this system. So that's well, what... Gonna, when when, when I, when I assign a personality of evil to the government in my own brain, okay. I'm doing that because of the results I see, not by their intent. Mm -hmm. And when I see you shake your hand quite properly, your head quite properly, when I say in a very cynical way, the government does not try to solve the problem I'm trying, what I really mean is they're the not, government's pretty damn bad at solving, solving the problem, the problem. Yeah. and that's what I that's object true. to. That's true. I will agree with that matter part of that statement yeah. that they're bad at it, but doesn't mean that they're, they're nefarious no. Or their intent is to destroy. But I'm here to tell you the top, the top level of politicians are by and large, absolutely. So here's where I maybe would concede. Well, I would there say are rules that they have to play by in order to keep the position. They wrote the rules. There are rules that they have to play. No, they didn't. We have a constitution that wrote it. Uh, I should say they, they did. If we want to go all the way back down the line, yeah. but but there are rules that are in place of how why they have what they have to do to keep their job. Right. That's one of the big arguments with our system right now, you know, about the two-year span. They, right. they spend more time on the political trail. They have to, otherwise they don't get reelected. Right. Right? That's the argument. But you see, but, but the, yeah. yeah, and that's a problem, and I'd love to see a good fix for that. And maybe the issue is that they, maybe if they had the real spirit of this Republican mind, that they wouldn't seek to be reelected right. as much. That right. they would, that they would go. Step aside. They would they, serve. They, they would do the thing. Train and then they would, and then they would go right. back to their farms but and their businesses. The way, and their, maybe and their if you did the right things, you might get reelected too. You and, never know. That well, might and, work too. And, and, it's, and it's really important that we talk <laughs> about that. That the people that Dan has mentioned mm -hmm. and that we have all interacted with, the people that go into public service as the administrators of policy. Mm -hmm. We are not talking about right. them. I agree. That is not it. We are talking about the policy makers, the people that write the rules, the people that write the regulations, the people that at the top are not necessarily, and I want to look at the other side of the coin, that are not necessarily interested in uh, the destruction of the individual. I don't, I want to look, they are certainly, though, in favor of their own 
preservation. Correct. And if that means they got to break a few eggs to get it done Bingo. and put a few people on the plantation it's or the reservation. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. They, but exactly. But the point of it is still that that is what happens. And to Ken's point, the outcomes and the data points don't speak to the issue that they are doing this well. Therefore, we ought to stop doing it. I.e., since LBJ and his great society, $15 trillion, mm-hmm. $19 trillion spent on this experiment, it doesn't work. It's time to maybe do something different. To Matt's point, I think that people, if you take the payments away, they will. some of them will do things that are nefarious and bad and wrong. I also believe that some of those people will become very creative. Some of those people will become very... Um, in, in ingenious and with regards to how it is they can write their ship. If the opportunity is available. Right. right. Or, Always or, have to say that. Or, yeah. or and and or if they create their own opportunities because again, this is build a better mousetrap, figure something out, whatever the case may be. You it's I just and maybe I'm the naive idiot in the room because I really believe that if a per the if a person, given adverse circumstances, will at some level figure out how to go about writing their ship. When, when I lost my job and lost my career and my livelihood and all that, I did a number of different things to piece things together to write the ship and you know get things pulled, pulled back together. Was it easy? No. Did it hurt? Yeah. Did Was it uncertain? Absolutely. But more I, important, the product that came out of it is a proven right, product. Exactly. Yes. Right. But, but Speaking that would, in manufacturing terms so you can understand. <laughs> The simple fact of the matter is, Dan, I'm just now very much encouraged that you can speak into something uh, that is actually deliverable, which is really good. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. But the, but the, it wants me to dumb it down more. <laughs> <laughs> we should give these guys weapons. Yeah. No. By the way, no, we're no, providing no. the tension part of the Bad soul. idea. <laughs> This is the tension this part. Is awesome. They already this is the have weapons. Part. Can you not see the <laughs> smile? Yeah, I know. I know when you're happiest when you're not talking. That's when you're the happiest. I've noticed that. Which is the happiest sign. And we're all happy. <laughs> <laughs> I know when I'm happiest is when so Dan is happy. The construct that you build is a solid one because you have faith in the resilience of humans to yes. be able to come forward. Yes. And in, in, in the business that you're in, as a pastor. When pressed. You de- when pressed. When pressed. As a pastor, you deal with a lot of people that, have, that are building themselves by continuing going into a church to continue their education about what life is and what God is and about the world. But there are a lot of people out there that don't and then right. and, and a lot of bad shit happens. Right. The liberal argument that's involved and the left arguments involved is the social engineering and they're trying to say that it's as marginalized are the ones that are causing the problems not the politicians. And even those people who are marginalized, their unemployment rates are at an absolute rock bottom Low. number at the yeah. present. I that know. is without dispute, I, I, and that is all being achieved through the private sector. I'm just refuting the people that you are supposedly purporting, if you will, on their side. I'm trying to. I, I'm trying to bring. It, it, I'm trying to bring to this table the idea of what the social engineering is that the left is pushing. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I'm trying to say that is that I've listened to these arguments for a long time, and I'm trying to to uh, understand that, that that at its core it is altruistic, at its core. But they're missing some. But big, it doesn't work. They're missing some big. Is there pieces. social engineering on the right? Sure. Absolutely. Let, let, sure. Let, let, let me let me raise one that always. Sure. Gets me worked up. All right. Awesome. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. right. Ethanol in my gasoline. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh we, baby! Have we gotten past the point now where, with all the drilling and fracking and everything else we're doing in the U.S., we do not have a shortage of gasoline anymore? 
do we really need to mix ethanol in our gasoline and take life out of our engines and everything else? Why do we still do it? There's uh, a political for, motive. We're the, we do, where it, is we the do first, it for the environment. Where, no, we don't do it for the environment. Yeah. You, you, you spend more true, on diesel to make ethanol, ethanol than ethanol safety. I'm not <laughs> saying that it's a good <laughs> idea, but the reason why they're doing this is because of the environment. No, they're not doing it for the environment. They're doing it for the Iowa caucus. Who is the first state in the country yeah. that has a voice in our presidential election? Uh, it's Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> So what do what is the number one product coming out of Iowa? Corn. So why is it social engineering on the right to say we're going to keep these ethanol? We're going to take it from ten percent to fifteen percent because that makes the right happy. Because more of our rural farmers lean to the right than lean to the left. Yep. Is that social engineering? Yes. In my mind, it is. But how many votes you actually have in Iowa versus New York City? No, that's the problem. No doubt. But who helps decide? Who's going to corn lobby? Who's going to take that? Mm-hmm. It, it happened with the Republicans in 2016 when we had 20 candidates and mm-hmm. had to whittle it down to one and ended up with our current leader. We have the issue this year with the Democrats. We're yeah. going to start with 20 sure. and have to whittle it down to a few. Yeah. But if we're letting Iowa year after year after year be the deciding point, people are going to suck up to Iowa. So I guess what I, I guess that my re- refutation of that is is that if I had to. Uh, if I had to choose between, if that is the best example that we have of conservative social engineering is ethanol in the gas tank versus uh, people being crippled and incapacitated by uh, laying in the hammock of social engineering welfare payments, uh, yeah, I win. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's just yeah. that. I mean, really, no, we can talk. I'm not saying the levels are balanced, but no, that's called right. right. And, and, right. And, and that's exactly. We call that that's peeing in the ocean. And I'm glad that you brought. <laughs> and I'm glad you just said that because it's absolutely true. They're not equal. It's not even close. Mm-hmm. Now we could talk about, you know, why do they do it? Is it sustainable? Is it to protect our long-term? food source because who really benefits by a lot of farms going under and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and Archer Daniels, only in the entire state of Iowa as opposed to only, you know, 40% of it. Uh, You know, we can argue that, but there is no sustainability with regards to people receiving welfare payments. There's something Dan said earlier that sparked an analogy in my mind, and that is, you know what, you know what happens when you have a pipe and you got water in the pipe and there's no pressure in the pipe? Nothing moves. It just sits there. It just sits there. And so what I'm saying, and I think we've talked about this in the past, there is this natural tension that must exist in life. And when when the government seeking to give people money is also seeking at some level to remove that tension in life. There must be pressure in the pipe. There must be anxiety. There must be tension. There must be stress that gets a person up, knocks a person down, gets a person back up again. Of that stress, exactly, exactly, and balance. And I think that because it's it's interesting to see that when that when well, when uh, you've spent 19 trillion or 18 trillion on the thing, I think it's time to say, yeah, that's. That experiment can now. It's to see that when people are starving to death and there's very little hope for them, their idea is turning towards God or another source to help them, and it's typically it's going to be God, mm-hmm. uh, increases significantly. And it, yes. in this situation, it's the only thing that does. Sure. So is this uh, an actual uh, aspect of scale? 
is it true that the more prosperous you are, the less you want to rely upon things? Mm -hmm. Is that what you say? That's true. Well, what I what I would say, if you want to look at from the perspective of um, of spirituality and coming to faith from a Christian perspective, uh, I'm just talking about needs. No, 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 I'm talking no, no, about outside needs. No, no, talking no, about saved. No, That's no, the whole idea here. Was. Right, right, right. But the but so but as the in that aspect of life. The church is expanding on uh, in China. It's expanding all over Asia. It's expanding in Africa. Uh, it's even expanding in South America. You know where the church is not expanding? Europe and America, mm-hmm. Canada, expanding, Australia. Expanding in Russia? Yes, absolutely. Why? Because they have need. Because yeah. they mm-hmm. because they know what it's because they have this tension. They have need. They're and who are they purpose. doing? They're yeah. turning to God. They're looking for purpose. Yeah. So then that brings us down to. It's our time in this history. What role will you take? I think we just did. So, how? Be well. How? Well, I, I think Where? you can do it in very small ways, and then you try to get bigger ways. But I, I personally, for me, it is about in the day-to-day dealing with people that are in tough situations. One of my pet peeves in life is the phrase, when something bad happens to a young girl, she gets, I mean, extreme example, raped by her father. One of my... I despise when people say, oh, that ruined your life. Oh, Because we, we basically take an incident that, that is horrible and we start telling people that your, your life is now messed up forever. And it, I, I, I use that extreme example. I think in a lot of ways, whether intentional or not, doesn't matter to me. But that's the message we send to people, that you're no good, you can't do it, you need, without me, you can't get it done. And that no, was a no, horrible thing that, to do. It's to you say that and you're decrying it, but you know what's the exact message that Christianity brings? That's just as much as entirely. If you want to boil Christianity down to it, it Judeo Christian, actually, I don't even need to limit to Christianity. It's just also a tenet in Judaism. The concept behind it, the, con- the concept is exactly. That's, that's a little different. <laughs> no, it's, it's, you're decrying this. Right. And, and the idea of it is, it's like, dudes, um, rely on me, don't rely on yourself. And I, yeah, I, I put that. Is that, that in not a, a tenant within it? Yeah, absolutely. But so, I, what is the I difference between that and what you're saying? It is, it is reliance on. To me, it's a big difference between reliance on God and reliance on government. But the one, the, the, the image of God that we're talking right. about is not defined. Within Judeo-Christian, it certainly is. Uh, yes, yeah, it is. yes, yeah. it is. But relying on God is not defined. Absolutely, it's defined. Very clearly, I think. Okay. I think that's Allah, pretty big. I think, Allah from I the think, book is not defined. I think it's that's a very different definition between that and what the Judeo-Christian is. And for the Jewish, the Christian, it's also a very different. Or they should say they have different aspects to that. I know no, Jesus but, said, "If you know, if those who don't work don't eat." Uh, I think that was Paul. No, I think Jesus said that. I think, I think they both said that. So at the said. so at the end of the day, the the uh, one of them. The, the, <laughs> there was also something about giving a guy a fish as opposed yeah, to teaching yeah, him exactly, how to fish, yeah. right? Yeah, so that's right. So you give a guy a fish, he eats for a day. You teach him how to fish, he eats for a, a lifetime. And then we realize that corporations can get people that work for food. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> But I, I, my, my, my point, my point is more of a psychological one. one. <laughs> what we do to people psychologically, whether it is the young girl that gets told her life is ruined just, The reason why I was illustrating yeah. God in that, yeah, and, and maybe it's a poor uh, analogy, but what I was trying to illustrate out of this thing is mm-hmm. that uh, when you have a reliance on something, it's going to give you uh, more confidence to go out and stretch out yourself. If you, if there, if there, if there's a, we're, I'm talking about a safety net. The idea that, that if you have something that you can rely upon, mm-hmm. that in other words, you're not going to be 
if you make the wrong decision, you're not going to cascade off the end of the, the earth. Cliff, yeah. yeah. But and so the U.S. government has done, has been doing this and has done it. Now, we're arguing about the symptoms of what happens and how far do you take this because it can get really bad. I am for a second. And, and I don't want to throw the baby out of the bathwater yeah. no, in this I'm conversation. I think but, that you're well, taking our conversation that some of us are thinking there should be no safety net. And that's not it. And that's I say, how nobody says well, that. Yeah, I don't think that at all. Again, I'm speaking mindset. What we, I'm simply saying what we do to people is cruel when we tell them you're no good, you're not good enough. Oh, it's totally unfair. There's no, you know, you cannot succeed without me. And, and you know, the, I would never. That's just to me is a terrible thing to do to another human being, and we do it some in some ways systematically now. And I just think that's a horrible thing to do to other people. Can there are some, I just don't go see ahead. it. I know you don't. You've been trying to get in here for a while, John. You go first. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and, <laughs> i got to remember that. And, and, I, and I do think that one of the... You know, one of the uh, one of the tells of the the truth of, of Scripture is that God is not a God of confusion. He is very well defined. He is very well known. He makes Himself known not only through Old Testament prophecies and the coming and the foreshadowing and the coming of His Son Jesus Christ, but also in the fact of who He is, what He did, what He accomplished. That and, challenging and that. Now, and I know you're not because you're going to let me finish because <laughs> because what because I think that what what we also see is that you know as one who has come to a position of faith who is not raised from a position of faith mm-hmm. is that when a person comes to that position they are they are free mm-hmm. that that thing that was over 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 my head is not my issue to deal with anymore. Right. He's taken it upon himself for me and now I am in what my what my liberty my liberty and my freedom mm-hmm. before him to what live a life altruistically for my fellow man without being concerned if I've given enough used underwear to the poor. If I've if I don't have to be concerned about my own works to work out my own salvation. I don't have to worry about when I get to heaven and stand before the big spaghetti monster in the sky, air fingers quote, I don't have to worry about did I give enough cans of soup for the poor and the indigent? Or will I then at that moment when I stand before him realize, I'm sorry John, you're two cans short. Right? I have I'm totally I'm I'm free. Yeah. Yeah. Government to totally ruin your analogy is not freeing. It's enslaving. Agreed. And that is the issue and that is the problem and that is the real issue I take with the analogy, which I think Dan just a little while ago you even self-admitted might have been poor. Which I think to, to, you said was a poor analogy. Oh. And I think to Dan's credit and his defense was the first bad analogy I've ever heard him make. Well, the, the kind of the direction I'm going with this thing was it was the idea of having something outside of you that yes. can help you. That's right. what I was after. Right. Well, sure. This guy who's here who's an AA, he, 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 he talks about that, too. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I see all the time. Now, whether we assign this to government or to God or to whatever, it depends on the situation of the individual. Let's What's going on with them at that time, we cannot describe. Going? And so, and, and so, can government save? And the answer to that is, yeah. From what? Under, uh, to Dan's question. Right, under, under conditions. Jerry, well, you the were safety net, Jerry the government there. does limit some of it because the safety net is only good for so long. Mm-hmm. Unemployment yeah. only lasts for so, so long. WIC programs only last for so long. How long does welfare last? Welfare lasts forever. Forever. Thank you. For some people. Mm-hmm. Right. But not for everyone. Generations sometimes. That's how they choose to live. Mm -hmm. We don't have much time left. Back to Dan's uh, 
What's your name, George P. Leroy? Pete today. Um, well, you can call me Skeet. Skeet, or you can call me Pete, or you can call me Lee for dinner. What can, what can we do to, to help it a little yeah. bit? You know, because we can all throw rocks at the government. Absolutely. Um, uh, I, I've had a couple of times in my life the, the, the incredibly satisfying experience of being a coach. Sometimes, you know, for athletics and sometimes for other stuff. Debate is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You can find some kids that are good at that. Mm-hmm. The whole idea is to, to work with our younger folks to let them see a challenge that appeals to them for whatever reason and teach them that working hard makes things better and they can have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. A little bit of experience with that kind of endeavor um, can change huge things about how they approach their lives in general. Risk-reward. Yeah, and and I've, I've seen kids, um, had, had a young man that was slow as a rock and... Mm-hmm. and uh, and for reasons unknown, maybe he was told to by his parents or something, he comes out for track, which is a no-cut sport, so we figure out ways to handle kids that are slow as rocks. Mm-hmm. And the, the whole, to cut this short, the whole philosophy is if you're faster next week than you are this week, you are a man. Mm-hmm. You, can, you, you can take that to the bank. And the absolute value of how fast you are simply doesn't matter. Right. Uh, and Everybody I, gets I, a trophy? He gets a trophy in his own heart. Everybody gets a trophy? Nobody no, gets a trophy oh, unless yeah. they win. Mm-hmm. So, so, so there's but, a recognition. Because that's been under attack. Yeah. The whole idea well, has been it, under attack. Don't you, you know, when you're, uh, when you're trying to lose It's risk-reward. See, that's the idea of it. So competitive, within competitive sports, you risk. Losing. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you risk, you risk a lot of things. And yeah, you pay pain every day. But you are giving them the ability to recognize their own progress, their own continued improvement as their own internal reward. And that pride right. feeds on itself and gives them the strength to do a lot of things. It's a lot different than message than your life is ruined, you're not good enough, you can't it do it by yourself. Opposite. It's a lot different message. That's what I'm so talking you don't, about. You don't have to have people tell you that to be able to witness it. Oh, I know. If I'm born out of a bad area, I'm born in a, in, into an unfortunate set of circumstances, right. Right. Mumbai, South yeah. Chicago. Yeah. Yep. Wherever you know, and, and, and so Mumbai, <laughs> Southside <laughs> Chicago. How? Southwest. Southwest. Two very similar. Yes, yeah, there's a lot in common. So, so the aspect behind it is, is, it, is, is this aspect of opportunity. That's sure. kind of the word I was trying to stress. Which is what we need to create more of. And, 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 well, indeed, and the, yeah. and the government has a big role to play Absolutely in this opportunity. Does. Is it not? It's My up. conservative point of view says the, the le- best way to do that is get the hell out yeah, of the way. Yeah, which is why tax cuts and less regulation. See, it, it is it, them and the arguments going on today is that the system has been set up for the successful and the advantages to become continue to be successful and advantage. That is the argument today. And and I and I agree that's the argument. And I was going to mention her earlier, but it, it, it might be late. But one of the things that we've not talked about is the ignorance too, not just the willful stuff, but ignorance. I mean, I heard AOC talking about just <laughs> she's just bashing these companies. They shouldn't make a profit until everybody has a house. I'm like, where do you think the tax dollars would come from to pay for those houses? She doesn't even understand that if if I don't make a profit, there's no tax dollars, which means there's no money to buy those houses. It's just, 
it, it just boggles my mind the complete stupidity of that kind of. Th- I mean, and, and but it gets covered on the news like it's but news. The good thing it does because I know because hopefully people get it. Yeah, it, it'll, it's a learning thing. It's yeah. just it's you shocking. want to dis- you want to destroy somebody that doesn't want to talk about. Give Let them, them talk. Micro- give I them agree. Microphone. I agree. I agree with that. We do that. We do <laughs> that every we week. Do that. Yeah, we do that here. <laughs> <laughs> We do it every week. Why do you think I don't use my real last name in this? I wanted to lighten His it up. His name is Dan yeah. Gilman. G-I-L-M-E. Four L's. I wanted to lighten it up earlier when you were talking about unemployment and going to the unemployment office. Can you imagine how horrible it would be if you got fired from the unemployment office? Because guess what you got to do the next day? Go to Show up and yeah. with all your think friends. About, well, think about when we ran into the public aid, so the public aid, the workers there, they work, they're servants of the poor. Right. And so when we rented there to make extra money, I used to clean the place. And I had one guy who was working with me, and he goes, you know, we finally reached the bottom, Dan. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, well, we've become the servants of the servants of the yeah. poor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, becoming the servant of the servants of the poor. Right. So on that note, leave here today thinking about next week, because we did not get to the bottom question. Okay. We're actually right at it. Uh, but I think we're going to wind up with another two episodes out of this. This might be 75 and 76. So next week we'll do 77, and we'll t- start with uh, a continuation here on who are you going to save and perhaps how. That's a great question, so, Peter. You know, with that, you, know, I think, you know a really quick answer to that? No, I don't. I sure. don't want to want I don't want it. Not right that's now. Too bad. next week. No, I don't want it. I want to do it now. <laughs> tease it. You want to tease <laughs> next week's episode? <laughs> right. tease it's, it's a gratification. This is a good thing. This is good in the uh, industry. What? This, this is for your benefit. <laughs> so Remember, this is altruistic. So the <laughs> I thought you said it was gonna be a quick answer to that question. You guys are the ones dragging this out. Okay, here it is. Point out to every a left-leaning driving teenager that in the state of Illinois, as of July 1st, their gas tax will go from 19 cents to 38 cents. Mm-hmm. There is the price of liberalism. There is the price of that. That is you working your entry-level job. Your money just went a Damn. whole lot less far yep. because of these policies. Altruistic. Altruistic. Yeah. How wonderful is it? Yeah, it's for the team. Every 38 so cents of a so dollar you make. So what am I going to do to uh, to uh, help someone else? I'm going to point that out to my driving teenage children. I think we should golf clap it. Golf clap it out. There you go.